0: If you have your Bibles this morning, we're to open to Luke chapter 2. We're going to look there today. Did you ever hear about the young woman who lived on a ranch out in Texas? Uh, she had fallen in love with a local cowboy named Tex and wanted to get married, but Tex was inexperienced in the world of romance. To make matters worse, he was extremely shy. And she realized that she needed to help him a bit to move this courtship along. So she took matters into her own hands. Oh, Tex, she said, do you think my eyes are like glittering stars? Yes, he said. And she asked, do you think my teeth are like beautiful string of pearls? Yes, he said. And do you think my complexion is like gorgeous rose petals? Yep, he answered. And do you think my hair shines like gold in the moonlight? Yep, he said. Oh, Tex, she exclaimed you do say the most wonderful things. Well, can I tell you something? Christmas has some wonderful things to say to us. Christmas has some wonderful things to do for us. Christmas has some wonderful things to give to us. But we have to have the ears of faith to hear them. We have to have the eyes of faith to see them, the heart of faith to feel them, and grace to accept them. See, one of the best Christmas gifts... That Christmas gives us is the gift of peace. That's one of the key themes, isn't it? Peace. I mean, look at our scripture this morning Luke chapter 2. We're going to start with verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to men on whom his favor rests. Christ is the Prince of Peace. He brings us the peace that passes all understanding. He comes to visit and redeem his people and to guide our feet into the way of peace. That's what scripture puts it. That's precisely what happened to George Frederick Handel. Christ brought peace to his anguished spirit. See, he was frustrated with himself. He had been cut off from other people. He was at odds with God. He was sick. His eyes were beginning to fail him. He was out of money. He felt empty, dejected, lonely, hopeless, miserable. His creativity disappeared. But then Christ was born new in his heart. And Christ stilled the storms in his life that were tearing him apart. And he became a new person. And where there was strife, now there was peace. Where there had been fear, now there was courage. Where there was emptiness, now there was incredible creativity. He grabbed his pen and his paper and composed one of the most beautiful pieces of music ever written, The Messiah. I think that's the way it works. Christmas is that dramatic reminder that Christ came into the world in order to redeem us. He came into this world to bring us peace to our troubled souls. And if in faith we accept it, Christ has a great gift for us. The gift of peace. See, let me outline it this way. Christmas offers us peace within and peace with others and peace with God but we have to accept this gift see let's look at these ideas first Christmas gives us peace within did you ever see that movie Home Alone in the original one there was this little boy named Kevin and he accidentally gets left behind when his family leaves for a European vacation and Christmas Eve Kevin begins to feel sad and lonely and so he goes to church and it's there he meets this older man who was also unhappy because of family problems. And they begin to talk, and young Kevin admits that he feels guilty because he knows he didn't always treat his family right, but now he misses them terribly. And the older man says, well, you're in church now, and this is the place to come when you're feeling bad about yourself. I think he's right, isn't he? The church which exists because of Christmas, is the place to come when we need comfort. It's the place to come when we need forgiveness. It's where we go when we need to make that new start, when we need peace for our troubled souls. The Christ of Christmas is our personal Savior. Because you see, there is this hole in our souls and, and only Christ can fill it. Augustine put it this way, Our souls are restless, O Lord, till they find their rest in Thee. We will only find peace of Christmas when we find Jesus. There was one day, very close to Christmas, this little boy was going down the hallway at church. And he had in his hand this ceramic tray that he had made in Sunday school. He had been working on this for several weeks, and he was so proud of it. It was going to be his Christmas gift to his mother. Well, he was running down the hallway at church, and he tripped and fell, and the little tray crashed to the floor and broke in several pieces. And he was devastated. He began to cry loudly and uncontrollably. He was just heartbroken. Well, the people around him tried to comfort him. They said things like, oh, it's just a tray. It's not worth much. It's, It's not a big loss. You you can make another one. Don't worry about it. You, You can give your mom something else. But none of that helped. He was inconsolable. Well, Finally, his mother arrived on the scene and quickly realized what happened. She knelt beside her distraught son with his broken gift and hugged him tightly. She said, well, I think it's fixable. Let's pick up these pieces and we'll take it all home. And we'll put it back together and see what we can make of it. And that little boy hugged his mom and smiled. And they went off on their way. See, isn't that what Christmas is all about? Isn't that what the Christmas message is all about? Our world is broken. (laughs) Isn't it? Our world is broken in all of these different fragments, as are our lives broken from sin. And God stoops down beside us and He hugs us and He says, well, this is fixable. Let me help you pick up the pieces. And we'll put it back together and we'll see what we can make of it. That's what Christmas offers us. It offers us this peace within, this inner peace. This peace that only becomes because of Jesus. But again, we have to accept that gift. And Christmas also gives us peace with others. Isn't it sad when when you stop and think about it, how out of sorts people can get with one another? How estranged people can become, how hostile they can feel towards each other? I mean, when will we learn? When will we learn? We spend weary days and sleepless nights brooding over our resentments, calculating our ways to get even. We, we demand our pound of flesh. We seethe over our grievances. We wallow in our self-pity. We're shackled by our pride, unbending, unmerciful, unable, unwilling to forgive, to reconcile. And it's tragic. A cruel word is finally only an echo. Revenge It's never actually sweet. It ultimately just gives us a sour stomach and a bitter memory. Violence only breeds more violence. Hate poisons the soul. Resentment, jealousy, bigotry, prejudice. Well, those are just spiritual viruses. and They'll just make us sick. Jesus knew all of this. And so he came into this world in order to show us how to be peacemakers to show us as his children as his church how to be bridge builders and reconcilers and how to seek forgiveness and how to offer forgiveness that's why he's called the prince of peace many many years ago baseball player Hank Aaron was checking into a hotel up east and the young desk clerk told him they were all full there were no rooms available Well, the hotel manager recognized this surefire hall of famer and he ran over to the desk clerk and he said, don't you know who this is? This is the great Hank Aaron of the Atlanta Braves. He just broke Babe Ruth's home run record. The desk clerk said, oh, I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Aaron. Of course, we can find a room for you. And then he added this. He said, why didn't you tell me you were somebody? And I love Hank Aaron's response. He said, son... Everybody is somebody. See, that's what Christmas tells us. Everybody is somebody. But even more important than just everybody is somebody, everybody is somebody for whom Christ came into this world. Everybody is somebody for whom Christ died on the cross. And see, if we can remember that, if we can treat everybody we meet with that kind of love, with that kind of respect, if we treat everyone we meet the way that Christ treated us, man, what a difference that would make in our relationships. What a difference it would make in our community and our society. (laughs) What a difference it would make in our world. Can I just encourage you right now, if you are estranged from anybody, if you're at odds with anybody, don't let that hostility go on. Don't keep brooding over it. Go. Fix it today. Set it right. With the help of God, go and make peace today. Because you see, Christmas offers us that gift of peace within. It offers us that gift of peace with others. But again, we have to accept the gift. And finally, Christmas gives us peace with God. It was two days before Christmas. There was this long line at the post office and people were frantically trying to use overnight mail so they could get their Christmas packages to people on time. And there was this woman with three little kids in tow finally reached the counter. And she asked, she said, can you get this package to Phoenix, Arizona by tomorrow? She said, I can, but it will cost you. Well, how much? Postal clerk ran her numbers and she said $47.40. The woman said, gracious, that's a lot, but, but I've got to do it. This present is for my father. It has to be there before Christmas because, you see, Christmas is also his birthday. Man, what a bum deal that is, said the postal clerk. I'm sure glad I don't know anyone born on Christmas. And someone in the line piped up and said, I'm sure glad I do. <laughs> see, can I ask you? Do you know the one that was born Christmas Day? Not not just do you know about him or do you know of him. Do you know him? Do you have that personal relationship with him? The hymn writer put it this way. Hark the herald, angels sing. Glory to that newborn king. Peace on earth. And mercy mild. With God and sinners are reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise. Join the triumph of the skies. With the angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem. He's born that we no more may die. Born to raise us above the storms of earth. Born to give us second birth. Christ came. He was born to give us peace. So can I ask you this morning as we close, do you know the one who was born to give us peace? Do you know the Prince of Peace? Have you accepted Him into your life? Or maybe you need to get to know Him today. Accept that gift of peace, that, that gift of salvation that only comes from Jesus Christ. Man, if that's what you need, come. Come down and talk to me. Stop by the church and visit with me. Call me. Let me share with you the peace that only comes from making Christ your Savior. Would you pray with me? Father God, we thank you for your gift of peace. Help us to accept that peace that comes within. Will give us the courage to share that peace with others. And throughout this Christmas season, and all year long, fill us with the peace that only comes from you. That peace that redeems us. We pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.